0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day of the week, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word. And that helps keep us strong in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual life. Help people in your life grow in their faith focus on their relationship with God, and maybe turn their lives around spiritually by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven, a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're gonna get back into our line of thought and study. We're still in the major series, and this has been going on for quite a number of weeks now, that we've identified as heart troubles. And so we've talked a lot of, about a lot of different problems of the heart, emphasizing that our actions, our actions, the way we think, the way we talk, the way we act, you know, all of this, they're products of our heart condition, how we have conditioned our heart. And so we've talked about some heart problems. We've talked about hatred and laziness and gossip and worry, unforgiveness, ungodly pride, making harsh judgments and being hypercritical with people around us. We've talked about anger and fear. And in this particular section of our study, we're talking about faith. But what we're really focusing on is weak faith, weak faith. Again, as I indicated last time, you ask 10 people to explain faith to you, and you probably get 10 different directions or 10 different answers. Now, there'll be some similarities. Probably almost every one of them will talk about how faith is belief or believing but beyond that, the responses would probably go off in a number of different directions. So the New Testament actually speaks of three different aspects of faith. Now, we looked at the first couple of those briefly last time, and first is basic faith. Now, that is my belief, but it's not just a wild wish, an unrealistic uh, dream, or, or an unrealistic you know, belief system. No, we looked at the biblical definition of faith, and the Bible gives us a definition of faith, and it's profound. Hebrews 11 and verse 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if you get critics of the Bible, if you get critics of God and of christianity they might say ah, you just it's blind faith it's a wild leap in the dark you don't even know what you're believing in you can't put your your fingers on it you can't touch it you can't smell it you can't hear it you can't feel it none of that stuff you're just you know it's a wild leap no that's not what real faith is real faith is based upon evidence and substance we understand substance that's not just out in the air someplace we're talking about something you can put your finger on, and evidence. We understand what evidence is. Go to any jail, ask anyone incarcerated in any jail, they'll give you a a crash course on evidence. They understand exactly what that is, and that's what real faith is based upon, evidence and substance. Faith is the body of, uh, and then we talked about the faith. The faith is that body of teachings in Scripture upon which our personal faith is based. So what are we talking about? It's the Word of God. That is the faith. It is the faith spelled out for us, laid out for us. And so we read that particular phrase a number of times in the Scriptures. Acts 6 and verse 7, Philippians 1 and verse 27, Jude chapter 1 verse 3. The faith—that's God's word—and so that's the basis upon which my faith develops. We keep emphasizing in these, these, uh, these today's Bible classes that our faith is the product of our reading, learning, understanding, and believing, and making the proper application of God's Word. Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, the third aspect of faith, so we've got faith, we've got the faith, and the third aspect is faithfulness. Faith, that term, that concept, that principle is used in these three ways in the Scriptures. Faithfulness, and that is the continued obedience and application of, of our belief and, and acceptance of God's Word on an individual basis to the teachings of the faith, okay? So I understand the faith. I understand God's Word. My faith develops thereby, and now I put that into practice in my life on an ongoing basis, daily, consistent. I live by the teachings of the faith because that has developed within me my personal faith. And so as I live by those teachings consistently, that's faithfulness. That is faithfulness. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 1, we read this. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Faithful in Christ Jesus. Well, they are individuals who are living faithful lives. That's their faithfulness because they have put their faith into action through commitment and dedication and obedience. Revelation 2 and verse 10, and we've looked at this many times in our studies together, where Jesus said, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. So, put your faith into action through faithfulness. And if we want to think of it this way, faithfulness is the power of faith. Think about that. Now, where does faith come from? How does it develop? Why do some people experience weak faith? Well, as we said, our faith develops within us as we learn God's Word, believe it, and put it into practice in our lives. That's where faith comes from, again, from the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Why do people, though, why do some people experience weak faith? How can a Christian guard against his faith becoming weak? And how can he overcome weak faith? How can a person develop and maintain strong faith? And so this study that we're engaged in, this part of the overall study of heart troubles, this study is going to attempt to deal with all of these matters. Where does faith come from? How? Why would a person let their faith become weak? And how can we guard against our faith becoming weak and develop and maintain strong faith? So where does faith come from? Number one, many people are confused as to where faith comes from. Now, we've just emphasized it comes through reading and studying, learning, believing, putting to practice. God's word, the Bible, the scriptures. But a lot of people are confused as to where faith comes from. Some people talk about getting faith as though they caught a cold. (laughs) They got a virus. They got sick. Others speak of faith being a gift from God, as though it is bestowed upon a person by God. God gives them faith. Well, the logical follow-up question to that particular understanding would be then why does God not give that gift of faith to everybody in order that everybody will have faith that leads to a quiet response doesn't it if faith is a gift from God why doesn't he give that gift to everybody because certainly not everybody has faith obviously we have a whole lot of people in the world who do not have faith in God, and certainly not proper faith. Well, the psalmist speaks of those who do not believe in God. And did, the, did God withhold that gift from them? Psalm 14 and verse 1, there are people, who, a lot of people who do not believe in God. They don't have faith. Well, did God simply withhold that gift from them? If faith is a gift from God, did these people in Psalm 14 and verse 1, the psalmist speaking of these people who don't have faith, did God just say, I'm not going to give you that gift? Did he withhold it from them? Did he overlook them, miss them in handing out that gift? Well, obviously, each individual plays a personal role in the development of faith within his own life. Every one of us. Our faith depends upon us to develop and grow and maintain. So, where does faith come from? Well, again, we keep saying it through these studies faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Or, more succinctly put, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Real faith does not just happen. Since faith in God in Christ is required for salvation, Ephesians 2 and verse 8, and since God is not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance, 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, it should be obvious that faith is not simply bestowed upon some people but withheld from other people by God faith develops within an individual as he learns the teachings of Scripture, believes them, and begins to apply them properly to his life, and does so on a consistent basis. Since the development of faith is tied to learning the teachings of Scripture, it is imperative then that a person applies himself to learning those teachings. It's no wonder that Paul admonished that we should be diligent to present ourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. The the King James Version says, instead of be diligent, study to present yourself approved. The sense is there, either translation you look at. And it's only logical that the scriptures have been designed to guide us to salvation and to equip us to live a Life of faithfulness once we have come to salvation through Jesus Christ. 2 Timothy 3, verses 15 through 17. We need to stop and understand what faith really is, how it develops within us, and how we need to live by it. We're going to look a little bit deeper next time. Let's pray. Father, help us to grow in our faith. Help us to be strong in our faith. Help us to be people of faith in you and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Please, Father, help us in this, we pray. And please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.